Actually, I'm over fucking somewhere where I've never been before. I'm at Huntington Station, Long Island. Outside of a bar. No, I didn't start drinking again. No. But, uh, I don't know. It's just a little fucking shitty bar. little strip mall type deal. Waiting for the person that I'm going to wind up doing. It'll probably be episode 61 with. But, uh, yeah, I was hesitant to do this. Um, but I figured, fuck it. Today is uh, today's Wednesday, the Wednesday after this year's this is hardcore fest, and uh, I just wanted to just do a couple, you know, a couple, two, three, fifteen minutes of uh, like a quick little rundown because you know there was so much like preparation. I mean, obviously that this is hardcore team, but I'm just saying like um, personally, like you know the uh, the lineup starts getting announced, and then uh, you know there's anticipation and. And then, uh, you know, I buy my three-day tickets, and then they announce the Thursday show, so we get tickets for that, and there's a lot of talk, and this and that, and, uh, you know, um, it goes by so fast. Once once the weekend hits, it's so hectic, and it's so much fun, and, but, uh, yeah, so it's still been on my mind. It's kind of like a high, you know? I don't know if, if you're into hardcore and you actually went to the fest, you know what I'm talking about. It's something that I really can't explain, that kind of a vibe. Um, and uh, yeah, you might be, you might hear a couple of little fucking bings and shit because I'm doing it on my phone. So fuck it. Um, so uh, yeah, so I just wanted to uh, actually also give uh, Joe Hardcore and Chris X and every single one of the team that that puts that show together those several shows that festival together you know props on this medium besides just you know tagging them on fucking Facebook or whatever and um just giving you a rundown um so Friday uh no Thursday uh you know I got out of work and no I didn't have work I took off that week but uh you know, I, uh, I had my daughter that entire week because I, I was on vacation. So me and my girlfriend, Nikki Blast, we, uh, you know, we leave for Philly probably about 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. And I had my daughter with me, but she lives in central Jersey. So on my way to Philly, I dropped her off. And then uh, we shot out to Philly. And we went right to the venue, right to Underground Arts. We didn't even go to the hotel yet. And it was cool because I wanted to get there for doors. And we got there early. Got there about an hour, probably before doors opened, something like that. But we got a fucking mint fucking parking spot with no problem. And, um, you know, it was fucking awesome. Um, Iron Price, um, I had heard of them. I never really, I, I think I heard a couple of their songs or one or two of their songs, whatever, on the Ill Street News podcast through those guys, who I'll get to in a little bit. Um, um, but live, that fucking band, Iron Price, fucking ruled. 
Um, Hangman from Long Island's fucking great fucking band. They fucking killed it. The, there's a band, that band Cast in Blood. They were good. Um, I'm not familiar with them, so I can't really give my entire opinion about them. Um, a lot of people went crazy for them. And hey, man, if uh, if you're into whatever and you enjoy it, have at it. It might not necessarily be for me, but I see a bunch of people going crazy for some band. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, not everything is supposed to be catered for me. That's a selfish jerk off thing to be. You know, like like to think. Um, so uh, yeah, after Casting Blood, there was a band from Michigan. I don't know how far out of Detroit they were from, but this band Detain, man, they're fucking serious. That band. You know, but anything, pretty much anything out of Detroit or those surrounding areas, I'm a mark for because, I mean, listen, cold as life, fucking negative approach. Like, there's these bands, you know, Annie Up, there's these bands that come out of there and they, they just fucking, they, they don't fucking play. So, so I'm always a mark for that kind of shit. It's, it's very real. So, uh, and then uh, it was always awesome. You know, everybody knows who listens to this, how big of a Leeway fan I am. But uh, to hang out with Eddie, and Eddie's in great spirits, and he looks fucking better than ever. And we were bullshitting outside the venue, like I saw him before we before the doors even opened, we were bullshitting. And it's really good to see Eddie, who's been through so much shit, um, you know, in 2018, have, you know, such fucking... You know, such a, an upbeat spirit and be happy about things that are going on in his life and the band and all that stuff. And listen, man, you know, I always have respect for Eddie and to see him as happy pretty much as ever. It's, you know, it's a good thing. So more power to you, Eddie. Keep it up, man. Um, and then uh, Dog Eat Dog, which was fucking amazing. Um, I haven't seen Dog Eat Dog live since 19, since New Year's Eve 1993 going into 1994 in Brooklyn at Lamore's. And uh, the lineup was, uh, there was probably a couple other bands, but it was Marauder with Minus singing and uh, Biohazard and Dog Eat Dog. And there was probably one or two other bands. But uh, that was the last time I saw them. And uh, I felt like I was fucking 17 or 18 years old again. I mean, they opened up with fucking Funnel King, and they did Who's the King, and fucking, you know, all those fucking songs in the doghouse, so much Old Borough King stuff, and it was fucking so much fucking fun, man. And uh, I saw uh, Dan Nastasi, who's the original drummer of the original guitar player for Dog Eat Dog, was playing for Leeway and for Dog Eat Dog, and I have an old friend, man, his name is Scott D., but... I know I didn't even know his real name until about fucking five years after I met the guy, but everyone knew him as the Tapeworm, and there's a story behind that which I am not at liberty to fucking tell. But the Tapeworm, you know, he was uh, he lives in Saipan now, yeah, like over by Guam or whatever the fuck, and uh, he was arrived. The last time I saw him was in like 1991, and he used to play bass. In this in this band, short-lived band um, called New York City Strength, and uh, that band was an offshoot. It was like the original drummer for Biohazard, Anthony Mio, got thrown out before they got Danny Shula, and Anthony Mio decided to you know create a band, and uh, it was Anthony Mio, this guy Tommy, who everyone called TK, Scott Mecca on guitar, and the Tapeworm, and I met him through my sister. Yeah, that who but um so uh 
So, um, yeah, some some dude is fucking. I think this guy just asked me if I wanted to smoke a joint or something. I don't know. Some dude next to me in the fucking vehicle, leaving the bar. Come on, guy, with your Astro van. Beat it. So, um, so yeah, so it was a fucking blast from the past seeing the tapeworm there. Fucking really fucking cool. So, like, Thursday just started off just on fucking just great, you know. And the first person that I actually saw outside the venue was Sonny Hate 56 and that dude's just a fucking, just an incredible fucking nice guy. So since that was the first person I saw, it kind of, in a weird way, let me know that it was going to be a great weekend. I don't know why. I don't know, on some goofy, weird shit. But, yeah. So Thursday was fucking great. It was great to see you, fucking Tapeworm, if you're listening. Um, see you next year. Comes in once a year from Saipan. 24 hours of flying just to come in. It's fucking crazy. He owns a bar out there on Saipan. Fucking nuts. But, um... Friday, Friday was dope, um, you know, fucking, the band, no option, who got added probably about a week before the fucking, actually before the date, yo man, that band, pay attention to that band, follow that band on Bandcamp, you know, no option, HC on, I think, on everything. A bunch of young kids from, I don't know, the singer lives in Reading, PA, and the rest of the band lives in Delaware. But that band, man, I don't know, that's, you know, you hear a lot of hardcore bands, and you're like, eh, whatever. But there's something about this band that, for me, I don't know, you know, kind of like an old school flavor and seeing these young kids doing that, sh- you know, shit like that. It was really fucking cool. So they fucking murdered it, man. It was like fucking 200 kids, you know, first band on on Friday, fucking going nuts for this young band. And it was awesome to see. And the singer and it was, those kids looked like they were having a ball on stage. So that was really fucking cool. I don't remember exactly every single band that played. And I'm not going to be long winded with this. But um, uh. Who the fuck else played on Friday, man? Um, let's see. Please hold the line. Um, well, I have the fly here, but it's not the day breakdown. But um, well, I'm gonna jump around because, or else it's gonna, or else I'm gonna try to be all proper and it's gonna get fucked up anyway. So I might as well just purposely just be all over the fucking map. But um, all right, please die. They played on fucking. They played on Sunday, I believe. Please Die fucking ruled. Mike Hooligan is a fucking great guy. Those guys are good dudes. You know, follow that band, Please Die. Um, oh, fucking Mind Force. Fucking from upstate, I think, like Hudson Valley somewhere. That fucking band killed it. They were fucking great, man. Um, well, it's World Demise. World Demise was dope. Regulate was fucking incredible also. Um... Saturday, I did not... All right, I'm guilty as charged. I did not go to the festival on Saturday, but I do always get my four-day my, my four day passes because, you know, I, I support the whole thing. So even if I don't go, I fucking still pay for it, you know? Um, because usually out of those three or four days, me and my girl, we usually try to do Philly shit, you know? And, you know, because it's a four-day vacation and... You know, so we decided to just, you know, we do Philly shit. We look around, we get tattooed. So we both got tattooed on Saturday um, at Crescent Street Tattoo in Philly. Um, the singer for Dundeal runs the shop and his wife, Jackie Brown, she tattoos. She tattooed me last year. She tattooed me this year. Um, 
she tattooed my girlfriend last year and this girl Jordy who tattoos out of there tattooed my girl uh, this weekend um, you know so it was cool I mean, I mean most of the day I was hanging out at the shop with you know with some people and some friends and hanging out and shooting the shit and whatnot. I did want to go later on in the day to go check out All Out War sorry Mike man I wanted to do like a little something something with you for the podcast but it was actually really late and by the time I looked at the schedule and by the time we were leaving the tattoo shop it was like 10 minutes before All Out War was about to go on and I was like 45 minutes from the venue so that sucked because I wanted to see them and my girl was pissed off because she loves that band as well and I also wanted to see One King Down and I'm fucking pissed that I fucking missed them Hopefully, hopefully, maybe one day they'll play again and I'll be able to catch them. But um, I'm just going to bounce around. Um, hmm. Um, Agents of Man, fucking, that band fucking rules. They fucking were great. Um, Carnivore AD. I think a lot of people got a little nervous with them because, you know, Pete Steele wrote some questionable songs and shit like that. And PC America, you know, is all fucking, oh, wah. But listen, this shit was written in 1987. And if you knew Pete Steele, you know, the singer for Carnival, it was all basically tongue-in-cheek shit. So, you know, it's not, not everything is to be taken seriously. But fucking big up to fucking Baron because he sounds just like fucking Pete or is as close as you're going to get to it. So Carnival AD ruled. Um, Vane, listen, I'm not shitting on any band. Everybody loves that band. Everybody goes crazy for that band, which is a beautiful fucking thing. It's just not for me. I don't know. I was watching. I'm like, eh, all right. I see fucking hundreds of kids beating the shit out of each other to it and having a ball. Awesome. It's just, it's just not for me. I don't know. I just don't, I just don't feel it. But I'm not shitting on them by any fucking means. So don't, don't get it twisted and think I'm talking shit because I don't talk shit on any bands. Whatever you feel, you feel, and that's fine. Like I just said before, not everything has to be catered to me or for my liking. So, but uh, um, Incendiary, great fucking band, man. Fucking great band. Um, they fucking killed it. One of my fucking favorite newer records out is the Thousand Mile Stare. It's a fucking great record. Great band. Um, yeah, so that was one of the highlights. But I'll tell you right now. I, all right. I was a little disappointed that Sick of It All got fucking, you know, wasn't wasn't on the bill. But all right. I'll, I'm sure I'll see them again and, and whatnot. But I'm going to put it out there right now. Is that my fucking... If I was to pick the set of the evening... Actually, the set of the fest, and I have to say, it was Wisdom and Chains. That fucking band, in my eyes, from the from their inception to this point, everything that they've put out, it seems like that band could do no fucking wrong. So, big up to all those guys, Richie Crutch, Mad Joe, Evan, Luke Rota, all them guys. And I don't remember the other guitar player's name. Um... Chris wasn't Chris wasn't playing with them that night, I believe, because Joe said he had some family issues or something, so hopefully that gets resolved. But that fucking band killed it that night. So much fucking fun. So that would be my fucking highlight of the entire fucking festival. And I've seen them a million times. But every single time I see them, man, it's always fucking great. Um, as a little side notes, like... You know, shout out to fucking the three guys in the Ill Street News podcast because I finally got to meet all three of them, Tim, Mike, and, and Adam. 
uh, face to face and who hung out, you know, especially Thursday night. It's like me, me, Adam, and my girl were hanging out the entire fucking night, it seemed like. Um, you know, and then, like, I, I kind of wish that I would have did, like, a little something, you know, a little a little one-on-one, like, live from the festival or something. But, you know, I had so many intentions of doing so much stuff as far as podcast stuff. But then once you get there, it's just so hectic. And you this person's going this way and that way. And you want to go outside. And this band's going on. And this band's and you got to go to the bathroom. Next thing you know, it's like you don't see each other too often because it's just so busy, you know. But um, it was really cool meeting you guys. I'm sure you guys will hear it. And well, and Tim is going to be editing this, so he'll probably listen to it. Um, he edits. He he puts all the uh, my intros and stuff onto the podcast and whatnot. But um, yeah, man. So that's pretty much it. I just want to fucking thank. Yes, I'm going to thank Joe Hardcore and Chris X and their entire team for putting in so much fucking work because I get how much it is. You know, when I was doing shows, I didn't do it nowhere near on the fucking scale as they do, but it's a pain in the ass, it's time-consuming, it takes a lot of patience, and it's a lot of work. And that's not even nowhere near what they put together for this fest with the fucking food trucks and this and that. And the other. So I need to thank those guys for being so fucking dedicated and actually creating an atmosphere for four days for all of us fucking misfits to go to, enjoy ourselves, um, hang out fucking with people that you wouldn't normally see on a regular basis, you know, throughout the year. People come from all over the fucking planet for this thing. Um, you know, there's never any fucking fights. There's never any petty high school bullshit. You know, Philly has something really fucking special. And yes, I know that people come from all over the place. I and mean, there's a lot of Jersey people and Philly people. But that fucking festival and the vibe that's created there is fucking second to fucking none. I hope it continues on forever because it's a great fucking thing. Um, so, with all of that... Um, yeah, it's yeah. All right, this is going on twenty minutes, but I think you had enough of me flapping. I just wanted to, you know. Actually, I also wanted to just kill a little bit of time because I'm waiting for. Uh, I'm not going to say it right now because this is going to go up before it happens. But you know, episode sixty-one. I'm waiting for my guest, and here's a hint: he's an underground rapper. All right, from Long Island. That's all I'm going to tell you. But um, I did do, uh, I believe, one, two, th- three. Shorter one-on-one episodes One's probably about six minutes One's probably about 20 And the other one's probably about 20 also From the festival um, I already obviously It's already released I did the full episode with Jeff Gavin From Dundeal And um, I do have another full one Coming out uh, With the guys from Gloves Off Which was fucking hysterical um, But I have a lot of shit lined up I have thing, I'm meeting somebody on Monday uh, I'm probably gonna do something with somebody on Tuesday. I have this one, so I have I have episodes in the bag, you know. So I, you know, like I say, I try I try to be consistent with this. Sometimes it doesn't always work out, but I think I think, and I'm not really patting myself on the back, but it's just the truth. I think I'm doing all right. Um, so with that, um, take it easy, and once again, big up to all the dudes, and this is hardcore. Uh, you know, thank you for having several thousand people enjoy themselves, myself and my girlfriend included. Um, it was a memorable weekend and actually one of the best that I could remember in a very long time. So uh, with that, take it easy. 
And, um, oh yeah, I'm over in now. Later.